From the red and black, this is the front page. It's Thursday, March 26th. This week and for the foreseeable future, we're working remotely. This week, we're looking at how COVID-19 is affecting Athens performers. We want to know, what happens when you can't perform and thus aren't able to bring in part of your normal income? We talked with comedians in Athens and a local band. But first, a COVID-19 update. The first Athens death from COVID-19 was reported on Tuesday, March 24th. Stay up to date on everything related to the novel coronavirus on our specialized COVID-19 page on theredandblack.com. And we're here with Owen Hunt from Flying Squid Comedy Group in Athens. Owen, how are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and to start off with everything considered, COVID-19 essentially shutting down all sorts of gigs that are 10 or more people. What does that mean when you're someone in comedy or just trying to get gigs in general? Um, Well, it means that we have to completely rethink the model. All the shows that we had booked are canceled, and a lot of the comics that we had coming into town are are no longer going to be coming through. Mm -hmm. So so that means that we, uh, we have started doing live streams from our house and live podcasts where people can, can call in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll start doing some video live streams as well. But mostly uh, what we've been doing are a couple of a couple of shows. We even have a, a podcast called The Flying Squid, which yeah. we did an episode of. Um, and, and that's more us just talking, you know, as ourselves. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, a lot of these shows will We'll play different characters. We hope to do some improv as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. We have Gorgeous Georgia's Improv League. Uh, we have to do some improv, like on video, mm-hmm. uh, live streaming. Um, yeah. So people can watch, and they can suggest something from home. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, this poses challenges for for everyone. Uh, very well known comics, yeah. uh, stand up comics. You know, we were talking last night. If stand up is going to be if it's even really a worthy art of pursuing at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you can't have more than 10 people in, in one spot and it's, it's not really the same um, yeah. if you don't have, you know, a crowd there. Trying to transition to online or live stream stuff only a week or so into what might end up being a lot longer, but have you all kind of found success? Do you have like good engagement on those things? Yeah, it's been getting better and better. Um, you know, our original, uh, when we got together earlier this year, my friend Kelly, he, mm-hmm. he was doing a show called Cracking Jokes uh, out of out of their house that they would do for the past five years. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a pretty good like comedy scene here in Athens. Um, and our our goal was to start a comedy club and we would we were looking at spaces and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but then this whole thing happened and we're really happy that we didn't sign a lease on a comedy club. <laughs> Is but that- um Sorry, is that something y'all would still want to do after it all? Uh, kind of. Yeah, that's definitely something we still would like to do. Okay. You know, once you get through this, um, but it gives us the opportunity, um, you know, uh, to really focus on building a more online following and mm-hmm. reaching out to people that way, which is something that we wanted to do anyway. Um, but you know, uh, now we're fully focused on that. Um, and we're rebranding uh, what was Kraken Jokes, uh, which is still a show that we're going to do, mm-hmm. um, into The Flying Squid, which is all-encompassing, you know, sketch shows, podcasts, um, improv, stand-up, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is all under that banner. Have you all found it difficult? Yeah, it's, it's just different. Um, you know, there's no audience there to sort of play off of, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, we like the fact that people can call in. Um, that's definitely something that we we really enjoy as yeah. part of the as part of the shows that we're doing. Um, but you know, we have to adapt. Yeah, and I think people need it too. I think it's something that um, is 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 very necessary uh, because you know we're all stuck inside, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's a little bit daunting and a little bit boring to be in, indoors so much. But we're also trying to encourage people to do the right thing, do the safe thing, and uh, and hopefully we can uh, you know work together and make sure this this isn't as bad as it could be. Right? We can hopefully limit the spread of this and by doing things from our home that might help. I also have a friend who's doing a, uh, he's doing an open mic, uh, over the internet. It's called outbreak open mic. And, uh, that's a Facebook group if folks want to join that. But my friend, Terry Myers, um, he's in Atlanta and they started a group cause he, he, he felt like people should still be able to practice, um, and do open mics. Yeah. Uh, and what they do is they have like a watch party and then they delete the video after like the next ah. morning so that you can kind of see and people can comment like, mm-hmm. Oh, I liked that joke, but it doesn't really, you know, it does, it's not out there forever. Yeah. You know, I've spoken to musicians for the same thing and their thing is to like financially support them. They're kind of trying to push like merch. Uh, is there anything that y'all have like that or how can people really support y'all in? Well, that's something that uh, we'll try and maybe do some some special uh, content and things on Patreon. Mm-hmm. People could support us and give you know a dollar per month or yeah. something like that. Something as small as that, which which would be a tremendous help. I, yeah, I have my own personal Patreon mm-hmm. uh, as well, um, and so like that's that's something that we are implementing. Um, people can also Venmo us as well if they want or, or paypal mm-hmm. um on terry's open mic they had everyone's venmo handle uh, <laughs> at the bottom of the screen so that you could you know send the comics a tip if they made you laugh where can people find you or flying squid or everything like in one place yep so we've just rebranded everything uh flying is our uh, website um also we're on instagram at flying squid comedy uh we are on facebook at flying squid comedy mm-hmm. uh, and then we have a youtube channel as where well where we are organizing all the content um and that is also flying squid comedy yeah you'll be notified too on facebook uh when we do go live and we try and try and promote these shows at least the day of and give a few ha- hours and a heads up so that people can uh, can tune in and call in and be a part of the show And we're here with Evie Jones of Decaf Comedy. And to start off, can you kind of just explain what Decaf Comedy is? Decaf Comedy is a stand-up show um, featuring some of the more regular comics from Athens and a lot of comics that like to come in from Atlanta to do sets. So it's not a normal open mic, but it's for people who are really taking that next step um, who are really starting to shine in the community in Athens. And obviously kind of topic of the day is how everything's being affected. So with something like this, where you're bringing people in and showcasing a lot of Athens, what's happened to y'all with these new rules that put a limit on how many people you can have in one space? Honestly, it's kind of hit everybody pretty hard. It feels like everyone kind of has to be stagnant for a little bit, Mm -hmm. and especially for some of our um, college seniors. I know that it's kind of disappointing that we might not be able to celebrate them here at the end of the semester. We always kind of try to do a senior showcase of those Athens comedians. Um, so I do think that is it is kind of 
uh, going to be a big loss for us for the next few months while we can't bring people together in a big room. And like from those comics who would otherwise be with y'all, have you heard anything from them kind of how they're doing or what they're trying to do to kind of cope with this? A lot of what I've seen from our comedy people here in Athens is everybody's still working on jokes. You know, they're really taking the time um, to try to perfect the jokes that they do have, maybe try to work out some new stuff. So we can't necessarily all be together, but I see that people are actively trying to make sure that they don't get rusty. And Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people are trying to work on really um, perfecting their sets right now so that when we do come back, it's not like everyone's a completely new comic and we have to, you know, start over. What are some ways, like, from your vantage point to support creatives in your area when stuff like this is happening? So I definitely think that encouraging our comedians to start posting some of their stuff and having people watch those and view those. I think the biggest platform for comedians during this time is going to be social media. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know, like, Decaf Comedy personally has an Instagram page, and I do think that some of our other hosts in town would create pages as well to at least just give, you know, small showcases, even if you don't have a recorded set, just a little blurb and a picture of mm-hmm. a comedian in town, um, just to kind of keep everyone aware of who's in town and as soon as we can get back to it like who they can look forward to seeing they could contact you know a lot of our Hispanic comedians have instagrams that are for the public so people could you know message them you know there are other ways that people could support stand-up comedians during this time that might not be directly fueled to comedy but showcasing comedians for who they are but also maybe how people could help them financially because you know a lot of our people are college students so if they don't have their job right now as well they don't necessarily have any income so that might be something that we could work on doing from your point of view like personally how has it felt to have something so big kind of take away a big part of your life oh it is (laughs) it is very strange to not have stand up as something that I can use as kind of an outlet. It was something that I definitely used as an escape mm-hmm. from my daily life. I work with kids at both of my jobs. So, you know, the stress of being around kids all day, it's nice to just get around a group of people who are funny and like-minded. And so definitely I do think that the sense of community for me is gone a little bit. Just for right now, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously everyone is still here and wanting to support each other. But the fact that, you know, like, we would see each other at least once a week, if not multiple times a week if there was a show. So that sort of like constant contact Mm -hmm. is gone for me. But I do think that I am going to try to find a way to try to keep the decaf comedy, you know, name alive in people's Mm -hmm. brains and see if we can be supporting those comedians that I don't get to see very much, but, you know, I still love and support and want to do their best. So... It's been rough, but I think that Athens itself is like, we're a small community of comedians, but we're pretty tight. So Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we'll be able to make it through this okay. It's just kind of a a weird thing going on right now. You know, comedy is what brings people (laughs) happiness. You know, I love Mm -hmm. it because it's just a room full of people who are already there to, like, just have a good time and laugh at anything. And so, I don't know, just 
trying to remember that in this time that there are still ways that we can see our local comedians and still have those moments of happiness even though everything's kind of hit the fan. And we're here with Forrest Whitlark and Kelly Bouchelon of AFTM. And I guess to start off, how are y'all doing? Uh, locked inside. Um, I'm doing well, thanks for asking. To get straight into it, really. What has it been like since, I mean, as of now, everything is pretty much shut down in terms of venues and shows of more than 10 people? Oh, gosh. We had to reschedule uh, Georgia Theater Day, which we were super pumped about playing. We had to schedule, like, seven gigs, eight Um, gigs. Pretty much finding out about that kind of feels like we got laid off a little bit. Dude, we totally got laid off. Oh, yes. And how tough is that when your entire revenue, essentially, for this band is coming from playing, like, gigs consistently? Oh, dude, it's really tough because then we're, quote, laid off from the band. But a lot of, and this is this is more than just us, too, you know? Everybody's, every musician's feeling it. Every, everybody had to cancel all their shows. Yeah. And then... A lot of musicians, it's because of our complex schedule, and we have to go out on the road all the time. A lot of musicians look for service industry jobs that will that will help them, you know, pay rent. And a lot of those jobs are closed now too yeah. because nobody's going out and eating food at a restaurant yeah. anymore. Yeah. So y'all are, so, I mean, essentially hit with that double whammy of you can't play your gigs and then trying to find a job on the side to like keep you going in between you can't really find those either yeah i mean who's work like the only people really working right now are those who work for home and you can't do that with a restaurant gig but the the flip okay the other side of the coin is now we have some time to work on new music which is really good but yeah but yeah i would love to be playing gigs and working on music and can't do can't play gigs yeah, so is that what y'all are trying to focus on at this point when you have this free time? Yeah, definitely. We had, uh, you know, we have a handful of songs. We had kind of like a schedule of, you know, trying to get them recorded and released. And mm-hmm. so, in a way, it expedites it, but it also is hard because, you know, we all are from different places. So a lot of us went home when this sort of hit, and so now we're kind of, you know, further away, sending each other ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does give us more time to, you know, focus on that, but... You know, it's a little bit of a win in a otherwise pretty huge situation. I mean, I've seen a lot of, uh, like, on Twitter and stuff, like, indie artists are trying to do streamed live shows. Like, you'll go on Facebook Live or anything. Is there anything y'all are trying to do to try and curb this obvious uh, loss in revenue? We're talking about getting a live show together. Or not a, a live show, but a live show that we stream. We've been talking about that. And selling merch is always good, too. That would curb the revenue loss. That I mean, that's I guess all I can think of that we can really do to offset the the loss of gigs. I mean, uh, we're trying to reschedule the shows that are worth rescheduling, yeah. which I think for us is all of them, pretty much. Talking about shows that are worth rescheduling, how did it kind of feel that you were that close, uh, or that like a Georgia theater gig was coming up so close, and it kind of just it was last Tuesday. Yeah. It, I mean, we found out like four days before. I mean, you know, we had to react fast to that. And that obviously stinks because, you know, that was, you know, going to be our first Athens play in, in a while. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't know. I mean, that that definitely was tough. I mean, luckily, you know, we worked with George Theater a lot, and you know, we're good friends. A lot of people work there, so we are working on rescheduling it for probably this fall. But I mean, it it hurts. We had everything planned out. We had merch, I like merch orders that we had to you know put on pause we had artwork for you know the show poster that we had worked on so i mean it kind of sucked but it, you know it happened to everybody mm-hmm. i mean all i could say is you know fans are you know posting on social media about merch sales or live streams all I, and all i can ask people to do is you know every band is hurting right now i don't care if they're small or large so you know the more fan interaction they can get it helps you know curb the obvious hit we're all taking so i would implore people to stream a little bit more check in on the live streams and and buy some merch if you can yeah buying merch is like the most direct way you can help an artist right now if anyone listening to this is looking to get y'all's merch get it uh listening to y'all where can they find you uh aftmmusic.com uh got our website we got some decent merch there. We've got ding bean bags that no one's bought yet. So if anyone's really feeling generous and wants a bean bag with ASTM on it, if you, if you buy a bean bag, the first person to buy a bean bag, we will write a song for you and title it "Your Name" and play it. Shameless plug with a bean bag. Shameless plug. And that was the front page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company, co-produced by Luke Guillory, Kira Posey, and Stephen Barr. The Front Page is sponsored by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in next time.